Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and Ramadan Mubarak to everybody. Uh, we start with a verse from the Quran that we're going to discuss. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ صدق الله العظيم This is a verse from Surah Ali Imran which is chapter 3 of the Quran. It's verse number 139. So this verse, we need to understand uh, the backdrop of this verse. Of course, for us today, it has a certain meaning. It will have a certain reaction from us and it does something for us. However, when this verse was revealed at the beginning of Islam, the is- there was no Islamic state in place at that time. This was, in, this was in the very early days. And the Arabs at that time, the early Muslims, they lived in abject poverty. Their basic foods, they had extreme poverty and destitution. They, their foods was basically just a bit of dates, uh, some flesh of camels and barley bread. They didn't even have wheat in those days. Uh, also, their dress was uh, made of coarse material. Their houses were made of mud and or they had bare tents, essentially. In the cold, they would really, really suffer. However, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that miserable state of theirs. Uh, in Surah Al-Anfal, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذْكُرُوا إِذْ أَنْتُمْ قَلِيلٌ مُسْتَضْعَفُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ تَخَافُونَ أَنْ يَتَخَطَّفَكُمُ النَّاسُ فَآوَاكُمْ وَأَيَّدَكُمْ بِنَصْرِهِ ورزقكم, وَرَزَقَكُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ فَآوَاكُمْ وَأَيَّدَكُمْ بِنَصْرِهِ وَرَزَقَكُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ This is in the early days and Allah says in Surah Al-Anfal verse 26 And remember when you were few and were reckoned weak in the land and were afraid that men might even kidnap you. That was the situation. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assisted you, He gave you refuge, He assisted you with His, with his help and he then sustained you and gave you provisions of the most excellent things so that you can thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the early days. Now in contrast to this group of people in the Arabian Peninsula, they were basically surrounded by the superpowers and these high civilizations of extreme luxury, affluence and pomp. And uh, the Romans, these were talking about the Romans and the Persians, right? They were in contrast to these Arab tribes here in, in, in Arabia. The Romans and the Persians, they were at the highest level. They had symbols of sophistication and refinement, flourishing culture, uh, civilization. Uh, Between them, they pretty much ruled much of the world. And their authority was massive. They had authority over the sustenance. uh, Over They control much of the earth's natural resources as well. And generally, whoever controls that, they, they remain dominant. Much of the world was under their influence. So based on all of this, you know, in the backdrop of all of this, can you imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying to this small group of, among the Arabs, this small group of Muslims who don't even have support of the rest of the Arabs at that time, do not become weak against your enemies. No be sad, you will be superior if you are true believers. Now, that is amazing. 
Allah challenges them essentially that you need to challenge, take on these superpowers. And you can't be weak about this. So the challenge is put uh, for the Muslims uh, to take a challenge against both the Quraysh of Mecca, who were the enemies at that time, and the Persian and the Roman empires. Now, how do they do that? So look at how the Quran strengthens the Prophet and the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings some historical anecdotes. This is really interesting. So Surah Yusuf is revealed. And the beginning of Surah Yusuf is لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي يُوسُفَ وَإِخْوَتِهِ آيَاتٌ لِلسَّائِلِينَ In Yusuf and his brethren, there are signs for those who ask. Verse 7. Thereafter that, if you look at the last verses of Surah, Surah Yusuf, towards right at the end, verses 110, 111, Allah says, لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبَرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ ما كان حديثا يفترى ولكن تصديق الذي بين يديه وتفصيل كل شيء وتفصيل كل شيء وهدى ورحمة لقوم يؤمنون. When the messengers gave up hope, so this is the translation of these verses. Listen carefully. When the messengers gave up hope and thought that they were denied by their people. Then there came to them our help, and whoever we willed was rescued. And our punishment cannot be warded off from the wrongdoers. Indeed, in their stories there is a lesson for men of understanding. The Quran is not some forged statement, but the confirmation of Allah's books which were before it. Confirmation of that which is before it, which means the other books before it. And a detailed explanation of everything and a guide and mercy for the believing people. That gave a huge amount of strength to the Prophet ﷺ and the believers. Also around the same time, or just after that, around the same time, Suratul Qasas is revealed. And subhanAllah, um, the discussion there is again about, uh, about justice overcoming oppression and the end of injustice. So there we've got Taseem تِلْكَ آيَاتُ الْكِتَابِ الْمُبِينَ نَتْلُوْ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ نَبَأِ مُوسَى وَفِرْعَوْنَ بِالْحَقِّ لِقَوْمٍ يُؤْمِنُونَ إِنَّ فِرْعَوْنَ عَلَى فِي الْأَرْضِ وَجَعَلَ أَهْلَهَا شِيَعًا يَسْتَضْعِفُ طَائِفَةً مِّنْهُمْ يُذَبِّحُ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ وَيَسْتَحْيِي نِسَاءَهُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُفْسِدِينَ وَنُرِيدُ أَن نَّمُنَّ عَلَى الَّذِينَ اسْتُضْعِفُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنَجْعَلَهُمْ أَئِمَّةً وَنَجْعَلَهُمُ الْوَارِثِينَ وَنُمَكِّنَ لَهُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَنُرِيَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَهَامَانَ وَجُنُودَهُمَا مِنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَحْذَرُونَ To translate that, Taseem, Meem, these are the verses of the manifest book. We recite to you some of the news of Musa and Pharaoh in truth, for a people who believe. Pharaoh exalted himself in the land and made its people into sects, into different groups, oppressing a group among them by killing their sons and sparing their daughters. He
He was one of the oppressors. And we wanted to do a favor to those who were weak in the land. And to make them the rulers and the inheritors. And to establish them in the land. We let Pharaoh and Haman and their hosts receive from them that which they feared. So that shows a small group of oppressed people suffering an injustice, suddenly over, able to overcome within, within, within some years. So both of these, both of these uh, sets of verses gave a huge amount, of, uh, huge amount of courage and boldness to the believers who were such a small group of people in between these great empires. And if you look at it from the conditions around this little nascent fledgling community, Right, did not have a chance. I mean, it'd be unthinkable, to be honest, that a handful of, you know, unresourceful, uh, oppressed Muslims would be able to emerge as this formidable community and take on these two superpowers. I mean, even the most insightful person would find that difficult to believe at that time. Right. However, the Quran assured the contrary, and boosted the morale of the Muslims and infused them with an amazing spirit, and they boldly took on the superpowers and the Quran then speaks of, uh, the Quran assists them in this regard he speaks about the hollowness of the empires how they don't have much substance so that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this verse in Surah Al-Munafiqun it's a really uh, it's a really telling verse Allah says وَإِذَا رَأَيْتَهُمْ تُعْجِبُكَ أَجْسَامُهُمْ وَإِنْ يَقُولُوا تَسْمَعْ لِقَوْلِهِمْ كَأَنَّهُمْ خُشُبٌ مُسَنَّدَةٌ يَحْسَبُونَ كُلَّ صَيْحَةٍ عَلَيْهِمْ هُمُ الْعَدُوُّ فَاحْذَرْهُمْ قَاتَلَهُمُ اللَّهُ أَنَّا يُؤْفَكُونَ And when you look at them, their bodies please you. Like you're impressed by the way they are, the way they hold themselves, the way they strut around with all of their authority and with everything behind them. So when you look at them, their bodies please you. And when they speak, you listen to their words. However, they're just blocks of wood propped up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala signifies them, designates them as just wood that's propped up that you can easily uh, put down. So taking pride in this new faith that these uh, small group of Arabs had been given, mashallah, they, they marched on. And they did not become overawed, though there was every reason for them to become overawed and cowered by the Romans and the Persians. They destroyed, they ended up destroying the superpowers of the day. You must have uh, heard of those stories, the battles of Persia and the battles with the, with, the, with the Romans. The whole world was struck by their bravery and their commitment to Islam. They committed to Islam because they were simple people. Right? They did not get distracted by the pomp and the grandeur. And really, that's amazing. That's why a lot of people re have, a lot of people remember these people as the saviors uh, from all the injustice that had been created by these two empires. The, their main focus was to tell people to invite them, uh, to, to invite people to focus on one God for monotheism, not to worship other human beings, but to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala alone. So. MashaAllah, from their very narrow, subjugated confines in the middle of Arabia, they managed to take on the whole world, and today you see that it's reached everywhere. Um, they they, they re recognize that the, the, their contemporary emperors and rulers and Khosros and, and, and Caesars, they were parading themselves, you know, they were basically puppets. They, they, they had raised their skyscrapers of those days, 
and but the problem is that they they had lost all of their essential faith and moral values though uh, one group was Majin as fire uh, worshippers the other one was a Christian but they'd lost much of the the, the moral uh, uh, ethics that had been preached by Isa salam, for example that's why the Quran then instructs the Muslims in their own civilization the Quran gives them a brand new civilization right uh, refreshes their civilizations, emboldens them, emboldens them, inspirits them. And this new message gives them this amazing confidence, a, a, a sense of pride, self-knowledge, higher ideals, and a purpose in life. And subhanAllah, within a few years, they, they take on much of the world. And empire building was never one, uh, you know, has never been one of their concerns. So they were more focused on the fact that humanity has been lost in darkness. We're just too... We we just we just there's a lot of people today as well. They don't like the rigors of faith, they don't like the strictures. So they want to just be free souls as such. At the end of the day, I mean that kind of a life when you want to be free soul like that is that you end up in the early times of the morning after after the clubs and pubs, uh, having to vomit in a gutter. I mean that's kind of the end of a lot of people. Subhanallah. I'm not saying that's every. That's just an anecdotal idea. Today, Subhanallah, we have so many Muslims, so many Muslim countries that represent the Muslims, uh, you know, in the uh, in the UN and many other places, you know, there's so many flags of theirs that are everywhere. And uh, subhanAllah, but the problem is that we lag behind in, um, I mean, I hate to keep saying this, but we lag behind in, in science and technology, manufacture and so on. There's a whole lethargy, inaction, disunity, non-observance of the Sharia, non-understanding of that. It's just pomp. It's just pomp and glory. Those who have the money, that's what they're doing. The others are just about surviving. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Allah says, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْعَلَوْنَ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Do not be weak, nor be sad. You will be superior if you are true believers. Now I know I'm speaking about it from a macro level, but that example of the Muslim community, if that can happen to a small community like that, that then takes on the world, then even small groups of people, small individuals, you know, you may be suffering in a place. But inshallah, if you stick to your ideals, and sticking to your ideals does not just mean doing salat and, and fasting, there's a lot more. There's a behavioral aspect of it. There's an interaction aspect of it. There's a perspective aspect of Islam. Islam needs to be understood fully and wholly. And that's what's going to benefit us, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them a special intelligence. And subhanallah, 313 people in the Battle of Badr were, 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 able, to, uh, were able to overcome. And subhanallah, that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was so concerned during the Battle of Badr because they, they were outnumbered completely. And he said that, oh Allah, if you let this handful of people, uh, a handful of believers rather, perish today, then no one will worship you until the last day. It was a critical moment, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them victory. That's why what we need to do is we need to really take pride in our Islam and learn more about it, make it ours, then it starts working for us. When you're on the side, it doesn't, you know, you, you don't get the benefit of it. When you're just nominally a Muslim, when you're just saying, okay, I adhere to it, you really need to get into it. Then you see it work for you. And it's amazing when you, when you get that feeling, it supports you emotionally, spiritually, in every, in every aspect. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends Surah Muhammad verse 7, right, to finish off. Allah says, إِن تَنْصُرُ اللَّهَ يَنْصُرْكُمْ وَيُثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَكُمْ If you help Allah, Allah will help you and make your feet firm. Helping Allah means you do that which He has told us to do and you assist in what He has commanded us to do. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen us in our individual capacities, in our communities, in our families, our communities, and in terms of 
the whole global ummah as well. And we, the whole global ummah starts from each one of us. So let us strengthen ourselves. May Allah give us the tawfiq on this day of Ramadan. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allah bless our Ramadans and keep us in your du'as. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.